0: the ring of guidance. I think this is an example that's very easy for students to relate to, and it's good to think about. There's a lot of questions sort of rolled into it that we often don't approach, and I want you to think about your own answers to these sorts of things. So let's start I mean, what is the Ring of Gyges first off? you got this guy in Gyges, he's a shepherd. There's actually a different story told about him in Herodotus, um, where the king actually like, brings him in to you know, look at his wife naked, and then, and then you know, the wife finds out and says, you got to kill the king. This ring thing is something Plato made up. the Herodotus story, Gyges does in fact kill the king and marry the queen, but it's a slightly different story. In this one, he's a shepherd. He finds this crevice, and there's a ring in it. So he puts the ring on, and guess what? Turns him invisible. So, you know, it's kind of a fairy tale kind of thing, right? So what does he do? First thing he does, kills the king, marries the queen. Now he's in charge, and he can do anything that he likes. And why is Glaucon bringing up this story? What's really essential to it? Well, remember, we're talking about justice and injustice. Was it right for Gyges? You know, in, in the old Gyges story... You could maybe say, yeah, he was coerced. Maybe it was the right thing for him to do to kill the king. Let me, let me actually tell you. This. So it's, it's kind of a weird story in the old story, right? The Herodotus story. The king is, is friends with Gaiges, and he says... I want you to see my wife naked. I don't want her to know that you're seeing her. This is kind of like a trick I'm going to play on her. So you're going to hide behind, I think it was the door or something, and just kind of look in because she's really, really pretty. And it's sort of like guys in the locker room talking about it, girlfriends or something like that. Sometimes you hear something, you're like, man, I don't know why you would say that. So this is that sort of thing. And guy just does it. He comes in, and I forget exactly what happens, but somehow she figures out that things. And so she says, this is not going to okay, we're going to change things now, you're either going to kill the king or I'm going to have you to kill him. So you've got to make a decision. So in that case, Gaiji's killing a king, that's a bad thing. Killing anybody, it's, it's a bad thing. But you can understand, he was placed in this situation where it's kill or be killed, and you can maybe feel a bit more sympathy for him. Not so with Plato's character, right? He just puts on the ring, says, I'd kind of like to be king, I'll kill this guy, I'll take his wife, now everything's great for me. He's an unjust guy, he doesn't have any sort of, I was under duress kind of reason for what he does. He just, he's doing bad things. So what's essential to the story? The ring is somehow connected with injustice because it does what? So the ring tempts? How does it tempt, though? I mean, it's not like it talks to you and says, hey, go kill the king. It takes away consequences. Or for you, not for everybody else, right? Consequences are pretty bad for a guy the king. Maybe the queen mm-hmm. likes though." Husband, I don't know. What else? Is there anything else that's really essential to this? So it tempts a person in a certain way, lost, you might say, a person, right? It takes away the consequences. What else does it do? It gives you power. This this represents power in a very raw, unadulterated form. That's why it's sort of the fairy tale that. Because real power is never like that. Um, as you guys get older and you you know you start making your way up the ladder, you'll be you know, you'll be saying to yourself, Man, I can't wait until I get to be the boss. Then I'm not going to have somebody else over me telling me what to do. And, you know, things will be so much easier for me. And then you realize when you're actually in charge, exercising power is not quite as simple as you think it is. There's all sorts of headaches that come with it. But in this story, there isn't, right? I mean, if somebody was a pain, you could kill them. Nobody would know. And, and forget about things like maybe you could throw dust on the guy and catch him the way they do the invisible man or things like that. Just, just go with the story. So you've got this sort of raw power. Now, think about this. We don't have rings of invisibility. Is there anything like that in our culture that, at least for some portion of time, or in certain circumstances, gives people something like that kind of power in our culture? Money can buy you immunity from things. You can use money to corrupt the political process, the judicial process, pay people off, so so great wealth could, could do that? Yeah. So they say
1: any resource that, that many people don't have, sorry. It's just a one of them and then I guess if you have influence so if you're like I yeah, enough political power you could like put the miracle for other people
0: political power can do it in certain respects some maybe celebrity could do uh, although if you're a celebrity the trouble is you're not invisible right the people which would have like small blind
1: you know, people who believe is in
0: yeah, or you, even if they don't believe it, you're, you're, they're part of your entourage. They'll tell a consistent story. You know, I mean, there's there's some celebrities who can't go places because they've done bad things. And like you know, if R. Kelly ever goes back to Chicago, he's in trouble. Or Polanski comes back to the states, he's he's in trouble. In those cases, it, it failed. It's, but there's a lot of the people who have yeah. How did you put it? More general, money can be an example, power, influence. <laughs> Resources, very good, yeah. Why do you find killing of a witness such a reprehensible thing compared to just killing somebody in general? Because it it so corrupts the process. you got a bad person, say a contract killer, they kill somebody else. They finally get caught. And now there's witnesses to that. The police are bringing a case, and then suddenly the witnesses start dying. That person can't really be touched, can they? They've gotten away with it. Is there anything else? Think in terms of technology now. These are all resources. That's that's those are all good. What about the internet? Gives people something kind of like that. Yeah. False identity or sometimes no identity at all. Anonymity. Many of you read comments, you know, like on YouTube videos or blogs or stuff like that. Sometimes the comments, are, you know, are intelligent debate going back and forth. How often does that happen? If you had to estimate a percentage. One. One percent. Yeah, I'd say you're probably about right. <laughs> and that's probably because you're you're on, you know, fairly cerebral sites, you know. You're just like on what you know the ordinary person is on, maybe even less than one percent. Where are a lot of the comments?
1: Just either isn't there praise or isn't there like you know being vulgar about it, deciding like the video, so
0: Yeah, and people say horrible things. And then they say horrible things to each other about their families and all sorts of things. They call each other Nazis quite often. Uh, we call that flaming, right? And there's a theory that one of the reasons, yeah, go ahead, it actually gives you the power
1: to say what you actually mean without the physical in front of you, sort of face-to-face situation. You don't yeah. Have to worry about it because you're going to see the person. So you're going to see exactly.
0: What you mean. Exactly. There's there's this notion that there's a kind of like cloak of invisibility given to the person on the internet who can then indulge whatever their desires are. Let's see, there's flaming and then there's trolling, right? What's trolling? So you <coughs> deliberately go onto somebody's site and you say something inflammatory to try to get the, get a rise out of them and then you 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 know then you say something even more inflammatory. Why do people do this? Well, in part because they can get away with it because nobody's going to call them. I mean, you can kick somebody out of, out of your side and back in under another name, right? Think about this, though, and we're going to move on to the other questions. Think about this. What else is like that um, other things where somebody's afforded anonymity or being free to the consequences, the same rules don't apply to them as apply to other people. Now, what would you do with a ring like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just rob banks. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> I do. just say, like, I'm just rob banks. Yeah, I mean, I think if we act, some I, when, I, when I give this as a sign, people are often like, I would fight crime. Or I would only do good things. I would. Maybe take gumballs, but I wouldn't I wouldn't take candy bars because that's like a big thing there. And yeah, most of us, you know, if, if you actually gave us a ring like this, think about all the, the fantasies, desires that, that we have, all the things that we want. It would be kind of tough not to just go into any store and take what you wanted. Think about the people you don't like. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to walk up to them, and, like trip them, or punch them in the nose, they, they don't even see it coming? Or well, we talked about this before, like, you know, business settings, set up your your competitors, so that, you know, their, their report is going to, you know, they're going to get up in front of the, the boss at the big meeting, and all their stuff is going to be screwed up, and they're, they're not going to know what to do. And think about all the things that we'd be tempted to do. I know I'm not a particularly good person, so I'd probably do a lot of bad things. Now, are there any things you wouldn't do? Are there any lines you wouldn't cross? <laughs> Would all of you, you know, ought to just start killing people, settling scores, stealing everything under the sun? Uh, yeah, probably no murder. Okay, that's good. You don't need to murder someone for your own good, you know, like, oh. so not because murder is bad, or anything else. I just good without uh, consequence, but I do Yeah, I, I know I been... steal money from people that have it or, you know. Yeah. So you'd be selected. I know. <laughs> I know I've been angry enough in, in my life that if I had a ring like that, I'd uh, um, have a people. And that's a bad thing that that's the case. I, I think some of us probably would be able to keep our <coughs> keep from people. From One of the dangers in that is, is rape. Uh, maybe that would be something that we'd take to the table. Anything else you, you, know, we'd, so we'd all steal things. We're not going to put that up there. Is there anything else you wouldn't do if you had a ring like, like that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, now think about this. You've got a ring like that. What within you would keep you from murdering people. When you get one account, well, you wouldn't need to. Well, let's say somebody really ticked you off and then you, when you got the ring off. There's like kept on you. And you're like, man, this person's just not going to allow the ring on it. Yeah. Yeah. you. No, nobody knows you've got the ring. That's what gives you the power. Yeah,
1: yeah. Murder is just a process. Like if you kill someone, then you got to get rid of the body. Hmm. But it's yeah. so much easier to walk into a bank, stuff yeah. in pockets, and walk
0: out. So like murder is just like oh, I would be too lazy to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, now Plato's time, of course, you know they didn't have DNA and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So, so imagine that somehow this this ring would also like automatically script DNA evidence or something like that. You know, so it's a get out of murder free kind. Yeah, I'd have to look at
1: like his background, like how many loved ones he had. Because if he has like a family or like someone
0: that like depends on him or yeah. her, I like, couldn't. Take uh, home, You know, in, in some <laughs> cases, that might actually make you more liable to do it. You'd be like, "Man, this person is just like a thug and a bully," and their family would be better off without
1: that person in the picture. You well, can yeah, adjust that's that's it. A, if that's the case, then maybe then murder is maybe a good decision. Yeah. Where did you get? Um, yeah. Yeah. The question about what will keep you from it? Yeah. Well, it just indicates that if I'm on the right. And, like, I'm not a good liar so uh, <laughs> you know, what are you doing with that? <laughs> and if I tell all that other thing then I'm going to get a uh,
0: you know I, I've never heard anyone bring up that sort of idea with it but um, imagine you've got like an internalized mother worrying about what somebody would if they knew that you had the ring and you're doing those things would that be enough to actually keep you from doing some things at least yeah But if they just like actually murdering someone was pretty smart you could say like oh yeah I do it but to actually do it like your knowledge like is Thing, no how, how you well, somebody, a lot of do oh, Yeah. Yeah, well it's, it's easy to, to do people in lots of ways. The, the human body's very fragile. Yeah. Okay, so you're you're moral. So this is what the ring of guidance gets at is, is there anything that would actually hold you back from doing something? Is there any sort of moral core, moral compass that would say, yeah, you can do this, but not this? Or would the ring itself end up being so corrupting? We'll, we'll come back to that question in a moment. Because What would you be afraid other people would do? I mean, not everybody has that, right? You know some people, I think, who you would definitely not want to get a ring of guide to, don't you? You guys know I used to teach in the maximum security prison, and there are guys who I actually worked with and got to know really well, who I would be fine with getting a ring of guide to, who I knew from being in prison. There are other guys in the prison who I don't even want to see ever get out of that prison. Just no ring of Gaiji's at all. I never want to see them out. The other guys living with them don't ever want to see them get out. So there are some real evil people out there. And just imagine the things that they could do with that sort of power. Now, there's a gap, right? You're not that person. But you put that ring on often enough. Would there be kind of a a process that would lead you into becoming that person? This, This actually starts looking a lot like a different ring, doesn't it? Different fantasy, right? Anyone see any connections? The Lord, of the, oh, the, Lord, the, the Lord of the Rings is is has the One Ring, right? What does that One Ring do? It grants you incredible power. Not only does it turn you invisible, it lets you do all sorts of other stuff. What else does it do? you Other people
1: come you
0: you Yeah, they want it because they want that that superpower. The guy who made it kind of a bounce, like made kind of what did he lose it over what was he trying to protect what do he what do you think Sam because he got angry at Sam right what do you think Sam was trying to do take the ring right if you've got that sort of power that sort of power makes you desire to hold on to that sort of power and, and use that sort of power as well the ring of Gyges is supposed to tell us something about egoism it's supposed to tell us that if we actually had this sort of power, none of us could really be trusted. Unless there's something in us, you call it a, you know, having morals, or sometimes we talk about a conscience, you brought up a conscience, some sort of core to us that would, would actually say, no, you can't go, you can't do this, this is wrong. Now, if, you're, if your understanding of justice is something purely instrumental, it's only good for getting other things, that's not going to hold you back, is it? This thing about worrying about what, what somebody else might say, that might actually be on the right track. Thinking about how you would appear to others. I know that could, that could work for me. How you appear to yourself. And would you, after months and months... You know, think about it. Some people, when I ask them about this, they, they think about it and they're like, yeah, first I would just like steal gumballs, but then I'd probably start stealing other stuff, and then I'd start stealing other stuff, and then maybe start killing people or you know, doing, doing other things that are bad... 'Cause I know the kind of person that I am. When somebody lets me get away with something, I tend to want to get away with more and more and more. Is that a common human thing? I don't know. that's a problem for me. You know, I've been working on this stuff for a long time. I think it's a pretty common problem. So the question that you'd have to think about then is what could actually keep you from doing that? You know, when I'm with the, the, the one ring, really nobody can be trusted. So what's a whole book series about? Destroying the ring. Getting rid of that kind of power. How many of you have read The Lord of the Rings, or at least watched the movies? So I'll leave you with this thought. There are some really key points in that uh, series where certain people are tempted to take the ring and don't do it. And they are people who are very wise. I can think of at least two. There's Gandalf, and Gandalf hesitates, doesn't he? And then he thinks about, man, if I had this ring, I could do so many good things. But that sort of thing is not going to actually keep going on, it's going to corrupt. And then there's, I forget her name, there's an elf lady. I should know this, but I'm not a big Tolkien scholar. And she is tempted with taking the ring, isn't she? At least in the movie, I'm not sure if that's a... She doesn't. Why not? Because she recognizes, she has enough wisdom to recognize. This would corrupt me. I'm not a good enough person. I'm a good enough person to recognize that I'm not a good enough person to withstand that kind of temptation. Yeah. Doesn't he give the ring to the hobbits because... Things like, the Hobbit's idea is, like, okay, in a sense. so, like, when a Hobbit is carrying the ring, he really stands, no threat, no I suppose, yeah, I mean, the Hobbits, you know, what are they really about? Eating, drinking, hanging out, you know? Yeah. They're not about, like, world power, domination, you know? Yeah, we're representation of children that are so small?
1: Are other humans
0: with I don't know. That, 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 that could be, I don't know much about Tolkien's, like, ideas for starting it. Some, some of you may know a lot more about that than I. I, I think there is something to what you're saying about the Hobbits being, in some sense, more innocent. But you notice that Frodo is, like, willing to kill Sam, you know, just to protect the ring. And, and Gollum is something sort of like a Hobbit originally, and then look at what he turns into after years and years of being subjected to that ring. Not quite exactly the same thing as the Ring of Gyajus, but the Ring of have is similarly corrupted in effect, so well worth thinking about. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible.